Okay, so hi everyone and welcome back to the Spill Effect podcast. I'm EJ Safner. Um, So I'm so, so, so excited to have a conversation with our guest today. She is someone who has seemingly endless amounts of energy and someone who has really, really motivated me um, indirectly and directly now when it comes to Spill, both with reinventing the site, encouraging me, engaging with people, and just making it the best it can be. Um, especially coming from a spot of doing it alone. Um, She's incredible at authentic engagement, not to mention the person who's kept me fit in shape and most importantly, feeling good while I'm making those efforts. She's the owner of Sweat with Sav and I will of course let her tell us all about that. Um, But please welcome Savannah Freed. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That was a beautiful intro. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So first and foremost, tell us how your week has been. How are you? How are you feeling? Yeah. Um, So I will say it's so funny. I feel like all the weeks have been blending. Like, first of all, January was like the longest month of everyone's life, I feel like. And ever since then, it's just been like such a slow burn these past couple of months. But um, it's been good. I'm in Los Angeles right now and it's been like 70 degrees every day. So I really can't complain about that. I was going to um, say, I'm so pumped. I'm, I'm coming in like a week and I was like, oh, that weather. <laughs> it's been, I feel so lucky. And I was just um, in Mexico for almost two weeks. So really soaking in all the sun and the vitamin D. It's, I'm feeling good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So why don't you kind of start off and just, I know this is like a tough question. It's like such an interview question, but give us like the brief, like, tell us about yourself. Like who is Savannah? Cool. Um, so wow. What a lot. I know. (laughs) Where to begin? Yeah. So I, um, I've been, so I went to university of Michigan. I graduated in 2015 after that. Um, I moved to New York City, didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do with my life. So after a bunch of jobs um, here and there, I would say I think I had like five jobs over the past like five or six years. Um, And then when the pandemic hit, I freaking lost my job because I was working in the music industry and obviously live events and concerts, unfortunately, are not a thing anymore. Well, for now, hopefully they will be soon. And so I really didn't really know what to do with this free time that I had. Um, And then I kind of just was inspired by doing things that, um, in my free time, doing things that made me feel really good. And that was kind of like the starter of Sweat with Sav. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, so... Sweat with Sav, I will say from my experience, I found it, um, I just kind of told you, but in the beginning of quarantine, um, which matches the timeline, um, (laughs) but just tell us a little bit about kind of, you said it kind of came from the idea of doing things that made you happy. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and what Sweat with Sav like is at its core? Yeah, for sure. Um, I will give you a little bit of context because that definitely helps like shape Um, helps you understand what it is a little bit more but um, so on top of like my work that I was doing I was also working at front desk of like this fitness this other fitness studio 
And I was like doing like two workout classes a day. So like over like 90 minutes of working out and no, you <laughs> no, it was terrible. Like I no. thought I was doing something like really good for myself, but I didn't actually know that in the long term we're expending that much energy in something like for such a long period of time, like you're really actually doing damage to your body. Um, no one really ha should be working out for more than 60 minutes a day. And so I was like going crazy with working out. And I thought that that's what you had to do to like see results. But, and I was also like miserable at the time. Like um, it just, something didn't feel right. And so when the studio shut down and I just only had like a little bedroom to work out in, I really decided to take everything I was feeling. I was like, okay, this, whatever I was doing before didn't feel good. How do I turn a workout into like actually medicine and for your body instead of like dreading it and it being painful? Um, so I started create, I started programming these workouts, inviting some friends to come join on Zoom. Um, and people seemed to really dig it. So I kept going and, um, and then it kind of just like took off from there. So I really just believe that what I created helps people like it's what I love to say. It's like really everything starts from the inside out. Once you recognize like, okay, I'm going to do this, these 30 minutes of movement right now for myself because I deserve it. And once you like realize that, then the effect, then the results are going to show on the outside too, you know? Yeah. I feel like when it comes to working out, so a little background. So my mom is a personal trainer oh, and cool. so it was really cool. Like growing up, we were very, very encouraged. I was like a gymnast growing up. All mm -hmm. I have five siblings. They all sports like crazy. I literally went home a few weeks back and to see my brothers and they weren't home because they had practice. So mm -hmm. it was just kind of a really, really healthy way to grow up. There was always balance. But when I came to school, I felt like I would go through the phases. I feel like yeah. a lot of people can probably relate where like mm -hmm. you get really into working out and then like a month goes by or maybe two and you're not seeing results. So you're like, yeah. well, this isn't even worth it. And That's so you just don't do it. And so it's like this weird, like you said, like cycle of like really pushing yourself to a way that it isn't healthy. Yeah. And I really liked, I will say, what really encourages me about sweat with salve is that it is kind of shorter. So mm -hmm. it, I don't feel like I'm like committing to this like huge thing and I'm not mm -hmm. going to make it through the class. And I think I have roommates that do like exercise classes and those type of programs. And I just like, they, they invite me and I think about it and then I dread it and I don't go. But I know that for me, at least like walking, like I will walk, I walk every day. Like I, like that's my form of working out because it's not something to dread. So I like how you kind of turned it from something that sometimes either you burn out or it isn't attractive in the first place to something that kind of was based in like friends um, and enjoying it. So kind of speaking of that, another reason why I loved Sweat With Sal or still do is your music. And you mentioned you worked in music. So tell me how kind of putting together the music aspect kind of like adds to the workout. For sure. Um... So I feel like ever since I started working out, music has been such a big part of like what motivates you, you know, like without that kind of, that beat behind the movement, it's really not the same. Um, so yeah, I used to work in music. I love and miss so freaking much going to concerts. <laughs> and just, there's something about being able to connect to 
the like connect the music to the movement is such a beautiful thing. Like I, it's really hard to put into words unless like you you're doing it yourself. Like either you're dancing in the mirror or you're at a concert with hundreds of thousands of people. Like that connection between the music and the movement is just it's like so freeing, you know. Absolutely. Um, so definitely music has inspired my programming. Everything um, is to the beat of the music. So it's it's awesome like me having um, kind of like an encyclopedia. I have like all these Spotify playlists of like different BPMs. <laughs> like yeah. here's 100 BPM, here's the 120, here's the 140. Matching that up to what feels good um, for the movement. And I really also... I think when it comes to movement as well, it's, you're not just talking about like fast paced, like go, go, go. Like there are days and I really, really admire this. And I think this comes down to you as a person and then kind of shown through the business, but like, you're very, very authentic when it comes to like you saying like, look, today's just not going to be a day where I'm going to push myself. Let's do a slow, you know, stretch or slow movement. So how um, do you think, I mean, it is so important but like listening to your body and how do you think that you would want your audience or your, you know, clients, I guess you could say, to kind of learn from you when it comes to like listening to your body. Um, Cause I think that can also be kind of hard if you have like a goal or something like right. that. That's a, that's a great question. And not even just for my clients, but for anyone, like I, it is so important. And I know it sounds like so cliche, but listening to your body is like the greatest gift you can give yourself. Like if you just take a few moments when you wake up in the morning, if you're like, okay, today might be a slower day. If you acknowledge that and you let that sit with you, you're going to like have such an, if you just like let your, let yourself like forgive yourself a little bit for, um, for not wanting to move to not wanting to get off the couch, you're going to be that much more inspired the next day to actually move in a way that is going to make you feel even better than you than you did the day before is if but if you were to push yourself that day before you're still you're not just you're not going to feel good the next day you know you're gonna be like i i don't know why i'm doing this um it really just all comes down to it's acts of self-love at the end of the day like movement you're doing that as an act of self-love rest is also an act of self-love both those things go hand in hand resting is just as important as movement. Yeah. And kind of speaking of self-love, we kind of mentioned this and I told you to bottle it in before (laughs) we started recording. Um, But we talked about starting, you know, something, whether it be a brand or business or just Mm -hmm. an idea um, by yourself, it can be really, really lonely. And it, it's shitty sometimes like it sucks to like not be able as much as you bounce your ideas off of people it kind of comes back to you so for someone like myself or someone who maybe has done their business for 10 years how from your experience would you kind of encourage someone to kind of balance or not even balance but prioritize self-love even in those moments like tell me about just kind of starting sweat sap and those times that maybe you're not publicizing like i am tired and this is so fucking annoying that I want to cry (laughs) because we all have them we all have them we all have them and you know it's the same it's going back to that again that patience with yourself um it is really exhausting starting a business on your own as I as I'm sure you're aware 
of. Um, but just having that patience is so important because you just, even though it's so easy to compare yourself to other, to other people uh, while you're going through your journey, at the end of the day, you're the only person that's holding yourself back from getting even further and from being able to get to where you want to go. Um, but it's so important to reach out to other people, to make connections with other people that are doing similar things to you, even if it's not even in the same industry. Like both you and I, like we have our own thing going on. We're, we're like very present on social media. It's awesome for us to connect because it's not, it's not fun to do it alone. Like even just to like go tap for tat, like on, oh, this is like reels are so fucking annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just being able to share those experiences and like those conversations with people, I think um, just kind of takes a little bit of pressure off, off of you. Yeah. And I, I said it like in my intro and I really meant it, like I said, motivating indirectly and directly. So indirectly, I mean, it was just just kind of watching you grow because I felt like I mean I didn't I didn't know you a year ago this is the first time we're speaking actually not on social media um, <laughs> or texting um but it was just like kind of this okay I'm not the only one out there like doing something kind of from scratch like just kind of fingers crossed hoping it'll work mm -hmm. especially because it comes from something like creative and something that you know I love so like I love music and entertainment and talking about artists and I want to make sure that, you know, it feels good while I'm doing it, but it's mm -hmm. not always going to feel that way. Oh, um, so you are really a big motivator and encourager. Like, even if you comment, like, I remember you commented, you're like, I love Dominic Fike too. And I was like, I fucking love Dominic Fike. Like, he's so <laughs> cool. Like, it's just, it's the little things that really yeah. add up. Go a long way, for sure. I, and, yeah. No, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, some of my do some of my friends like do give me a little crap for not showing like I'm trying to be better at showing my darker days that I have because I definitely have them like every single day isn't going to be sunshines and rainbows even though it may seem like that on my Instagram right now <laughs> um but I'm I've been really trying to just kind of showcase that a little bit more even though it's not pretty even though it's not shiny um it's really important to show other people and also like other entrepreneurs that it's not it's not always easy and you know what it's okay yeah and i think that you contrary to some of your friends i will say that you know you do have one of the most like energetic i even said that in the intro again i was like energetic and she's just so motivating and encouraging um but i think it's because it complements the sense of community that you built so tell me a little bit about like balancing the idea of just a business and making it successful versus like the importance of also making a community because you do this um 10 days of movement which has especially caught my eye and i didn't realize you've been doing it since like january um but community consistency and connection were the three mm -hmm. words you use so kind of expand on that yeah so um you know what i will tell you a little bit about how I had the idea for 10 days of movement because it kind of helps um, explain the community aspect of it. So I've been, as you know, I've been teaching these virtual workouts since um, like almost a year ago, which is so crazy. I know, <laughs> it's wild. I said that earlier. I was like, I've like followed you for a year and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. But um, one of my biggest like 
things that I talked to my family about. I talked to um, Noah about my fiance. I'm like, these people that are showing up to these workouts, like I love them so fucking much. Like the <laughs> fact that they, and even showing up on Instagram too, like I feel them and I see them, but like, I know I have so much love for them, but since, because I do, there must be another way. Like, I know that like Lisa will love Morgan too, because I know that they're both incredible girls. So how do I connect those two people without it being like cheesy? Like, let's all hang out on zoom. Like everyone's so <laughs> over that. Um, so I kind of was inspired to start the new year um, and just really dive deeper into the sense of community within Sweat With Sad, like with these incredible females that have been doing the workouts for the past year. Um, and just kind of thinking of like creative ways to engage them together besides just like putting them all like in a Zoom for a workout. Like how do you take it to the next level, especially in a time where we can't do this in person, in a time where um, it's really hard to make those kind of connections virtually. Mm-hmm. So um, that's when 10 Days of Movement was born back in January. And I will say it was like the happiest I've felt teaching, like the most fulfilled. The, it brought me so much joy just being able to connect with these people and having those people connect with each other, not just like a one-way kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one thing that we learned that we've been learning in the pandemic is that like we have to think of these creative ways to adapt um, in order to just like stay happy. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) these connections make us happy. Like, I don't know about you, but like meeting people for the first time is it just that kind of connection everyone's missing right now. And if I have some kind of opportunity to bring that in a little bit more right now, then hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I was, that's what I loved about you. And I have done like, um, a lot of the workouts and it's just this kind of community of people, even like posts that you share on your story. And it's like, Oh my goodness, all these people are in so many different places and they're all doing it. And exactly. it seems like cliche or maybe a little bit like, Oh my gosh, like every people across the country, like, but it, it's true. It's really cool to have like a sense of reasoning. And I think just as entrepreneurs, I think that's why I was, I was so attracted to sweat with sad and I wanted to connect with you not just through the business, but as a person and learn from you, because I think, especially at my age, all I can do is, especially in quarantine is all I can do is learn and connect with people. Like that is pretty much where I'm at in life. Mm -hmm. And to see people that are doing it in such like creative ways, it's motivating to me and hopefully I can kind of take it and then motivate other people with my work. Um, You're special in that way though, because that takes a lot of energy and effort. You know, like it's really easy for us to just sit at home and like maybe just try to look for a company that will hire us and and just like keep yourself closed in this box. But it's really incredible and inspiring for you to put yourself out there in this way. Um, I think that a lot of people can can learn from that as well. well. It goes both ways. And I think that that was why I wanted to start this podcast is because not only was it an excuse, like I told you earlier, to connect <laughs> with people and get into conversation that's more than like hey how are you like right this is spill but it was just the opportunity to chat with people and maybe meet someone new and if mm-hmm. 
we learn from each other. If, we, if you learn one thing from listening to the entire season of this podcast, then I've done my job. Or yeah. And then I can hopefully teach you two things next time. Um, mm-hmm. But kind of going back to um, talking about being happy. I think that mental health is really, really connected with physical health. I know I've struggled with mental health, especially in the last year and being able to go on walks or just kind of feel comfortable with myself is so encouraging. And I think you do a really good job of encouraging people to maybe not like openly like talk about it or be like, these are my problems or this is what I'm struggling with or whatever, but just to feel really comfortable with themselves. So how do you kind of feel comfortable with yourself on bad days. Yeah, um, I can even tell you about like this week. Um, so I I um, had my first like two day hangover uh, over. <laughs> okay, I kid you not. I had the worst hangover two weeks ago <laughs> since like freshman year of college. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I get it. Yep, yep, yep. And I don't, I don't know what happened because just the morning I woke up the next morning, I'm like, I actually haven't felt like this in maybe like over a year. So that happened. And then, so that was on Sunday. I was just like, had a crap day. I'm like, whatever. Okay. Tomorrow's Monday. It's a new start of the week. Like it's going to be so much better. And you know what? It sucked just as much. (laughs) It did not get better. (laughs) It did not get better. And I really, I really, was struggling a lot, but I will say like practicing that patience with yourself and practicing just like being aware of your feelings is so important instead of pushing them to the side. Um, Just acknowledging that you're having an off day is like the first step to making it better the next day, you know, Um, and just doing things that make you happy. Like I don't know. Yeah, you probably saw that Instagram. I listed like things that you can do to maybe turn your day around. And you know what? Out of those, all those things, I did one thing. I cuddled with my dog all day, and <laughs> that made me feel a little bit better. And that's all I could ask for. So, <laughs> cutest dog, by the way, cutest dog. <laughs> oh, she's sleeping over there. <laughs> but yeah, I would agree. I think just acknowledging. But I think that people can go about it in very different ways. And so I love to hear how people kind of cope because more often than not, like bad days or bad moments happen every day all the time. Yeah. So there is a sense of, and I would agree, I think I don't necessarily show my bad days. I think like around like national, like mental health day, I made a post and did some things on spill, but it's not something that I talk about. And I want it to be more of the conversation because that's why, or a huge part of the reason why I'm so like in love with music is because it helps me out of all those times. And I think you could probably relate with working out or just doing things to make you feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. My list was, I mean, what, I mean, we probably do this all the time, but I think one of the most like soothing and like fulfilling things you can do for your soul is just literally just listen to an album start to finish. Yeah. Don't, don't, no distractions, just like lie in your bed, put on some headphones. If you fall asleep, that's fine. But it's, (laughs) There's nothing like, especially right now when we, when time is a little bit slower and you have that time to really just like do nothing for maybe 45 minutes. um, I just feel really grateful to be able to do that and for it to help me feel a little better. Yeah. I know I I actually combine kind of two things we talked about. I like, even this morning 
I knew that I was going to do like an album review for this album, Madison Beer's like life support. Uh And I was like, you know what I'll do is I will walk until the album is over. Mm. And that's great. I can listen to it, be really engaged with it, but not be like pushing myself. Like I have to get to this sort of mileage or I have to do this amount of time. Just walk until it's over. Don't Mm -hmm. even keep track and just enjoy it. So I think finding little things like that. I love that so much. Yeah. Okay. So two more, two more questions. So what would you want your client and friends um, coming in with uh, to sweat with Sav? Like first timers, they have no idea what it is. What do you want them to know? And then what do you want them to leave with? Mm. That's a good question. So I would say coming into like a first class, you would say. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, I guess this is like the theme of, of my of our conversation, but just that patience with yourself. When you first start, like it's also very intimidating to get on Zoom, I will say. Like camera on or camera off, like see, seeing a bunch of strangers on Zoom, like that's kind of freaking weird. isn't it weird it can be very uncomfortable like they're all strangers you probably don't know any of them and you're all in this like group zoom it's funny um but having patience with yourself and knowing that you're doing an incredible thing for your body just by showing up not only your body but for your mind and like we were saying in the beginning of the conversation um treating this more as medicine for your body rather than a t- like a, a workout you know like I I also always I want people to know I do not like the word modification because that always like it always like sat really weirdly with me and I just actually just started saying this like last week but modifications make you feel like you're doing less than what you should be doing And so what I like to say now is it's not a modification. We're doing something different for your body. That's this option is, is going to make you feel better than what the first option was. Um, So again, just practicing that patience, practicing um, just letting yourself go. And you know what, if you like can't do something or if you don't feel comfortable doing something, you don't do it. And then you join us when you feel, when you're ready. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then what was the second question? What do you want, what do you want them to leave, to leave with? Um, I want them to feel inspired. I want them, I want, after you take a class, I want you to kind of, to just be able to take that energy that you fostered in the 30, 45, 60 minute class, take that with you for the rest of your day, for the rest of your week, and just hold on to that feeling that you felt when you were like crushing one of the moves. You're like, hell yeah, I feel so confident doing that. That kind of energy, just being able to take that in and carry it with you. Well, thank you. I I think that it's, I think that like you said, the word modification, I've never really thought about it before. But now that you say it, it does, if like you're in a workout and someone's like, oh, you can, well, if you can't do, if you can't do this, modify yeah. it this way, rather than yeah. the way you phrased it, let's do something different. Here are your options. Right. Um, I did your class with Revolve yeah. and I really loved how you gave the options. Cause in my mind, it didn't even, it was like an afterthought of yeah. like, oh, 
I can't do this, but like I, it wasn't even, I can't do this. That wasn't even a part of the conversation. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it does make a huge difference. Um, and then last question, I ask everybody this question, um, but what is one piece of advice um, or unexpected advice um, that you have received or maybe discovered um, yourself through your own experiences and being an entrepreneur um, that you can share with those who may be listening to this and thinking like, I love that idea. I kind of want to do something like Savannah. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received was be okay with the messy. Messy is good. You know, when you first try your first 10, 20 times, and this is not having to do with the workout. I mean, it can, but it could be with a business. It could be with, you're trying to price something out that you don't know how it's going to sell. You, um, you're scared, you're nervous to have a conversation. I, I can apply to so many things be okay with the messy like not we've learned during the pandemic nothing's going to be perfect like people actually appreciate the messy no one wants to be like really handed a beautiful shiny like untouchable kind of piece mm-hmm. people will appreciate that oh maybe there are some cracks in it maybe it's not so perfect but they're trying and they see that effort and that makes it even more attractive to everyone yeah um, I like that. I like the idea of messy because I think especially when I started like spill, I was just like, it literally was, I'd lost an internship, like a really big one. And I was just mm-hmm. so upset. I was at home. Mm-hmm. I had had back surgery the year before. So I hadn't had another internship. Like I had no experience and it was just like, okay, I have nothing to lose. Like I really not, if it's messy and bad, then I can only go up or exactly. it won't work. And then I move on and I try something new. Exactly. That's a good mindset. Um, But we'll kind of wrap it up. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the third episode of The Spill Effect. Thank you so much, Sab, for um, being a part of this episode. I love talking to you. Of course. This was so fun. This was awesome. (laughs) You're awesome. Thank Thank you. you. I'm so excited we finally, like, connected um, face-to-face, I guess, (laughs) in a tent. But everybody, this has been Savannah Freed of Sweat with Sav. Um, thank you so much. And make sure to go follow her um, on Instagram at Sweat with Sav. It's sweat period with period Sav. Um, she'll have all of her information, some IGTV and real workouts. They're fantastic. All the scheduling and you know technical information and also just a lot of encouragement. So definitely go follow it. Even if you're not working out that day, you're taking a rest day. It's, it's great encouragement. Um, but while you're on Instagram, follow me at EJ Safner and follow Spill at spill.ej. Spill.ej will have all of the articles, interviews, podcast episodes, whatever I feel like doing that day. Um, and then EJ Safner is just kind of more background and it's me, just me. Um, so this has been The Spill Effect. New episodes come out Tuesdays at four o'clock central time. Um, Thank you so, so much for listening. Um, And I will see you for the next episode. Bye. Hi again, it's EJ. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Spill Effect. New episodes come out Tuesdays at four. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at EJ Safner and at spill.ej to keep up with new articles, episodes, and all of Spill. Thank you again for tuning in. Sending you all the love in the world and let's talk soon.